Okay. Ready? We'll do a, let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six. Okay. But do but you gotta do the ands. One and two and three and four. That? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six. Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Together, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, nope. here we go. Okay. One and two and three and four and five and Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, I don't like how much the okay thing is taking life on the podcast. Okay. You want to explain to our beloved listeners, which, by the way, welcome to the show. Welcome, everyone. We love anyone who's taking the time to listen to our show. We love you guys. Yeah, just make sure you do this, please, for God's sakes. Right now, stop the podcast and rate, at least rate it on iTunes. Just rate it. Even if you just click the five stars. Because here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to look on iTunes and see, like, five ratings, because that will make me sad, sad, sad. I'll be not okay. Well, let me just frame it this way, and this is true. A lot of people are making podcasts now. You're a weirdo if you oh, don't there have are. one. There's a lot of people making podcasts? And so we're competing with a lot of people with time for their ears. Oh, it, you're, you mean like everybody in the world is making a podcast? Even people who haven't been born yet have a podcast. <laughs> okay. The prenatal podcast. So what separates every single person in the world having a podcast in this podcast? So when they're looking for the, for the podcast to listen to, they're looking at those reviews. If enough people say, this show's funny and interesting... They'll take a plunge. I, there's like I, an well. There's an algorithm. It'll start showing up. It'll start showing up when they search for stuff. So, uh, if you like the show, go do it. If you're still not sure about the show yet, then keep hanging in there with us. And when you decide you like it, go leave. No, if you're not sure about the show, just don't hang. If you're not sure about the show, I don't think things are going to change. They're not. They, yeah. If you're not sure, just there's lots of podcasts. Don't listen to this one anymore, please, for God's sakes. But rate it and and give it a five star review before you stop listening. We were just talking about your first solo record. Is that accurate? Lonely Land. Yeah, first solo record. Post Ugly Americans. Uh, no, it's not the first solo record. And here we go with interesting historical facts about me. Wow, I'm actually gonna save that, and make that a jingle for sure. And here we go with interesting historical facts about me. Uh, no, I put out a record called Song Sung and Played on Guitar at the same time, which was me basically playing a bunch of songs for the guy that produced my first record, Lonely Land. So I was like, hey, I got all these songs. Because I was in there producing a track called Round and Round for a movie. And while I was in there doing that, he's like, hey, do you have any other songs? And I was like, I got these. Ding, 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 and he's like, oh, that's pretty good, what else you got, and I go, I got this one, ding, 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 and he's like, oh, what else you got, and I got this one, and then, what else you got, and I got, bang, 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 and he's like, what else you got, oh, I got this one, and he's like, oh, these are so good. And then we put that out as a record called Song Sung and Played on Guitar. So when time. he's basically, so for people who don't know how this works, usually when you hire a producer, 
They want to hear what you got so they can help you whittle down the 12 songs that are going to make the record. You're saying when you did that process, he recorded all of those? Yeah, so I just I just sat there in the studio with a guitar and a mic and just recorded them. And he's like, oh, you should put this out as a CD. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I love that. That's such of a time, too, like people calling them a CD. You should put out a CD, dude. Well, I, I never put out any albums. You so put out was, America, Ugly American Records, right? No, they were all CDs. I I started in the business after, like, the first record I ever made was this Joe Rockhead record in 89, and it was right when CDs, CDs were, were the thing. Kind of taking vinyl out. Yeah, I was like, oh, you don't want to do vinyl. Everything's CD now, and cassette. So it went out on cassette and CD. Are you doing Blood, is Blood and Bones on vinyl? Yeah, so now I've put out a bunch of stuff on vinyl. I, everything I've done with you is on vinyl. Yeah, but Lonely Land, my first record's never been on vinyl, and we're going to reissue that in 2020 on vinyl. And it'll be the first time it's on vinyl. I'm super excited That's about so exciting, it. dude. Yeah. It's so cool. And you were telling me that one of the plans, too, is to have a bunch of our buds cover the record, too. Well, that's all top secret, but yeah. I guess not so much anymore. Well, we can edit that out. We can keep it in for our... These are for our buddies who we are listening to this podcast. They can they can be privy to this info. Uh, well, we won't say who it's going to be on it, but a bunch of a bunch of exciting artists are, are going to probably cover some of the tunes and Rolling Stones, little band called Metallica. How cool would it be if Muck and Metallica covered motherfucking Jingy? <laughs> oh my god, Jingy! Oh my god. Oh, that would be amazing. You know, I have never played the song Jingy with you. What if Metallica mm-hmm. just covered the whole motherfucking record? But played completely different songs? No. Did all the songs on the record. Mm-hmm. Metallica, Lonely Land. <laughs> I can't even say it without the glee flooding out of my body like pee can we just get metallica to cover lonely land and then i'll just call it a day yeah and then i'll just go night night forever after that <laughs> let me put a word in and i'll, I'll see what i can do can you do boys. you have the do you have do you have the hotline do you have any of their numbers 1-800 metallica really yeah and then let me their, call them. and then their personal numbers 1-800 james hatfield <laughs> You have reached a number that has been disconnected forever. no longer in service. You have reached a number that was never connected. 1-800-METALLICA. Hey, we're having a good time here. Let's read another email. All right. Brian West writes, Hey, guys. I strolled on over from the Song Club podcast, which is Bob's other podcast, by the way. That's a short stroll. Well, in the digital realm, it's... In the digital world, it's actually three billion miles through the intranet. But... You got a light cycle, so it takes very. Oh well, it takes a second. Got to factor in the light cycle. Yeah, it takes a billionth of a second. He strolled on over from the Song Club podcast to check out this podcast. I love the casual, loose format. I've seen Bob numerous times over the years. Sometimes with Clint. I've even met Becky and Ethel backstage in in SLO. Oh, San Luis Obispo. Okay. What's that club called? The Slow Brew. Okay, I guess he met us back there. And I saw Clint play a killer riff to a version of 40 Dogs at the Troubadour. Any plans to head west together anytime soon? Love hearing the stories of life on the road and the music biz in general. Peace and love, Brian West. I don't thanks, know, Brian. Uh, thanks, Brian. Good to hear from you, dude. I don't know of any riff I'm playing on 40 Dogs that's not from the recording. Who knows, man. But 
We've done we've done different versions of that song though. There was a I can't when we were touring with um, Laura and Kiara, we were doing kind of a bluesy version of Forty Dogs. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've done that song lots of different ways. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? I, I don't know. What was the question? Oh, are you guys heading? Maybe I don't know. We, we haven't been doing a lot of touring together. Uh, no, in the last year or two. So who knows? But you never know what the future will holds. You never know. You never know. Honey with your dog Lucius. Oh, my dog Lucius passed away though. You got to get another he dog. Got, he got hit by a he got hit by a baby stroller. Oh, a baby stroller. Which he is... got hit by a baby stroller in the park the other day. We were we were out there and uh, and then uh, just a maniac uh, with a baby stroller just uh, just running down the road like in a training bra and um, it was a man. Wearing a training bra, I was like, a complete maniac. I heard it he... knocked your dog's head right off. No, 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 you had wrong. You can't knock a dead. You can't knock a damn dead. You can't knock a damn dog's head off with the baby stroller. Oh having, man, he's having a stroke. He had to go. We had to take him to the emergency room. Oh my goodness! But honey, that is not what I he heard. Look, it was all. It was time for Lucius. It's, it's not it what was I time heard. for Lucius to take a long dog nap. I mean, uh, he was old. Old, Honey, that old. is not what I heard he was, at all. He was like 185 years I heard old. His, I heard his head popped right off when the no, stroller no, no, hit no, no, it. No, 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 no. Yeah, don't be ridiculous. No, Lucius had to go the way of the dogs. They do. They when they get old, their dogs. The way of the dog. The way of the dog. Yeah, you don't want to get a dog unless you. Here's when you don't want to get a dog. Ever. Ever. You don't want to get a dog. Honey, you never get, too, get it. You get too connected to him. Nah, man. Just thinking about it right now. I don't even know what its accent's traveling to, but it's traveling somewhere. It sounds, honey. It sounds like a. It sounds like you're from Jamaica, but it also sounds like you're from Mexico City. <laughs> well, you know, what can you do? Also, maybe Jamaica Queens. <laughs> Jamaica me crazy. Jamaica me crazy. You want right. to exp- explain our um, reggae joke? Yeah. P- you know what people love hearing? Tour jokes that don't translate <laughs> to podcasts. Well, we were doing this thing for a while before we would go on stage where we would ask, e- we re- where we had to say this. Uh, I don't like reggae. I love it. <laughs> and we had to do it as Every- a question. Everyone in the band had to do it before we would go on stage. Yeah. And you had to do it different every time. So it'd be like, I don't like reggae. I love it. So that's slightly different. Right. But then if there's, you know, five people, by the time you get to the end, you're really doing some stuff. Well, yeah, it starts to really kind of get far out. Because then, I, Ollie, Ollie was always good at one. I got a question for you, Clint. Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you feel about reggae? See, yeah. this is what I'm saying. The funny thing about it is, honestly, and I'm being completely honest here. Yeah, yeah. It's not funny. I don't like reggae. Oh, you don't like it? I love it. No, so you <laughs> did it wrong! You said it as a statement. You got to oh. try one more. You ask me though right. what I feel, well, how I feel about reggae because I know you think you know. Well, I know you have a few Bob Marley I, well, records, I, but do you? No, do I play you, a lot. We play a lot of reggae. We play reggae. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah, we yeah. play the unknown and other reggae songs. Right. What do you think about reggae? Mm, I don't like it. Hmm, really? No, I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> That's not funny. It's Ima- only funny to us for some reason. Well, just imagine that same joke, but it's eight days into it. And we've said it a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those are fun. Okay. She ready. She ready. Here we got another email here from James Tate. Hey, guys, could you discuss the trials and tribulations? Wait, hold. James Tate. The famous poet James Tate. He's dead. 
it probably is him. Holy fuck! All right, let's hear. I'm the dead, I'm the huge dead, fan of the James dead Payne. poet slash reggae lover. I think he's dead. Let me double check. But well, all right, let's hear the question. Do 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 do. No, let's hear the question. No, let Don't me sing. Let me sing the Jeopardy theme song. Oh, okay. Do 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 do. Right, we just we lost a lot of people. We're losing people. Died died in 2015. Damn it! Well, this isn't. Damn this mother! Oh, they showed up. Man, I hate this shit. When like, look, check this out. So I just looked up James Tate, and Mm -hmm. I was like, God damn, that motherfucker's old, right? That's not James Tate. Oh, that's James Tate. Oh, (laughs) what the fuck, Wikipedia? Um, I will remind you that my child is here. So, oh, what the fuck, Wikipedia? All right. Hey guys, could you discuss the trials and tribulations of living in the trendy locales of Austin and Nashville? I recently visited both, loved them, but did notice they were loaded with tourists. I live outside of Portland, Maine, and miss some of the character of the place from 25 years ago when I first moved here. Hope I don't sound like the old cranky get off my lawn guy. Peace, JT, in Maine. Guess who else lives outside of Portland, Maine? You and me and the whole world. Yeah, anyone who's except not for, anyone who's not in Portland, Maine is outside of Portland, Maine. Yeah, so there you go. I wonder if he ever bumps into Stephen King. You know where I live? I live outside of Rochester. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, as soon as I said Rochester, I was like, "What state is that in?" New York. I know, but there's lots of Rochesters. I guarantee if I if I look up Rochester on my fucking Google Maps, they'll be like. 25 I guarantee states. you if we spend the next five minutes doing that, it will be the worst part of the show that's ever happened. Let's not do that. Okay. Did, was there a question? Oh. What's it like? He's too many asking, tourists in Austin? Well, he's like, I guess he's saying, what's it like living in a kind of hip city? Austin and Nashville have a lot of parallels. Well, let me tell you, what is fun? Living in a hip city, James. You should do it. You should talk about what it's like. <laughs> no, you should talk about what it's like to live in a trendy city like Austin. But as Ray Liotta from the Chantix commercial. Hi, I'm Ray. Recently, I had a stroke. God damn it. Recently, I had a stroke, and my manager said, maybe you should do a Chantix commercial. Uh, I don't know how to do Ray. God damn it. You were Don't, don't get it. me started on that fucking commercial. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ray. No, you're not. You're fucking Ray Liotta, bitch. Dude. My kid's here. I'm sorry, I can't not say. Well, then Ray let's Liotta pivot bitch. from the. Let's pivot from that then. What's the question? Oh, what's it like to live in a hip city? Here's what I don't do. I I live in Austin, but I don't live in Austin. I live outside of Austin, just like you live outside of Nashville. We're we're. I mean, we're in Nashville, but we're not in Nashville. We're in Donaldson. Thank you for letting all these psychos know where I fucking live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they're going to come to Donaldson and, like, go, oh, I know where he lives. He lives in one of these 10,000 houses here in Donaldson. I mean, I don't know what Austin's been like the last 10 years, but 10 years has really have really changed Nashville. Oh, my God. The traffic dude. is horrible. The it's 20 years ago, downtown Austin did not look anything like it looks. It's so crazy how much that city has changed. And the traffic is stupid now. And people used to be really nice on the road. Like, it was it was Austin-friendly. And people are still friendly in Austin. Like, if you're on the street and you're walking around, you can 
pretty much go up to anybody and talk to them and they'll help you out and give you directions or make recommendations. So that part's the same. But if you're in your car and like you're at a stoplight for a second and the light turns green and you your foot isn't stomping on the fucking gas, there's some dude who's fucking up your asshole. Mm-hmm. Beep, beep. You're like, hey, bitch, it just turned fucking green. That was for your daughter. You're doing it on purpose now. <laughs> no, I'm not. But as soon as I said it, I realized. She's in the other room. She's coloring. Believe me, my wife reminds me often, you can hear everything in this house. Oh, you can. I'll be like playing my MIDI controller with headphones on and the clickety-clack of the keys going oh. down. Man, my favorite thing is when I'm in bed at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife will be in a dead sleep. Dead sleep. And I've got my iPad on you know how you can like change we've, we've talked about this on the show change the level it's basically all right there's black and then like there's the we've tiny, literally had this exact combo we'll have it again okay the tiniest nudge into non-darkness mm-hmm. where you can't st- you still can't see anything mm-hmm. it's like looking it's like if you were inside somebody's butthole <laughs> like inside with the sphincter closed up tight. Mm-hmm. But then you like down to brown. <laughs> well, you got to be down to brown to get in, inside if you're somebody's not, complete if you're asshole. Not down, if you find yourself in that butthole and you're not down to brown, you're not having a you're good time. You're at the wrong party. Yeah, you're not having a good time. So you're down to brown. We all agree. Oh, big time. Inside somebody's butthole, their whole butthole, and it's closed up tight. And then. You just take a pinky finger at the sphincter and just let in just a drop of light. But it's nighttime. Nighttime. So there's only starlight coming in the open butthole. (laughs) That's how dark the fucking iPad is. And my wife is like, oh, my God, what a beautiful drawing. (laughs) Nova, that is a beautiful drawing. What is it, Nova? Is that Nemo? Thank you. That's so cool. You did babe. such a good job coloring. Anyway, back to your butthole <laughs> metaphor. Good anyway, God. Anyways, that's how dark the iPad is. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, that's too dark. Too too bright. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's too bright. <laughs> Shut that off. You're keeping me awake. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's what? <sighs> and then I just leave. Then I just leave. I leave the house and I move to another country. I'm with you on that. And go to bed. In peace. In peace. With my iPad on 1,000 lumens. Like to where my eyes are on fire. It's so bright. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, bitch. I got my iPad on full brightness. In the other room. How did you never, in your sort of wilder 20s, how did you never get tattoos? Because I was afraid of AIDS. That's it? That's the only reason? Yeah, I was like, I'm not getting AIDS to get a damn tattoo, plus I'm perfect. And here we go with interesting historical facts about me. I'm perfect without tattoos. I don't want to fucking mar... Like, are there tattoos on the statue of David? I don't want foe. (laughs) (laughs) If there would have been a tattoo on fucking Michelangelo's David, maybe I'd have thought about getting one. What if there was no danger of getting a disease? Would you have done it? I don't what know. would it even have been of? That's the other thing. I don't think you're a tattoo guy. I'm definitely not a tattoo guy now. 
Yeah, well, it's you pass a certain age, and I've even I've got a few, but sometimes I'm like, why did I do those? And um, I might not ever do it again. I don't think I would have enjoyed it. Actually, I don't like any discomfort, and I guess they hurt a little bit too. It's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're getting know. ICP, if you're getting insane clown posse on your neck because you're a juggalo, which you are, no, that's I'm probably not. pretty painful. I'm not a juggalo. You sure? I'm not a juggalo uh, anymore. Everywhere I go, it's people snowing. like to say I'm normal. Um, no, I don't. It was, it was, yeah. I was terrified of AIDS. Anything with a needle, I'm, I'm out. Like I've never done any needle drugs. Mm-hmm. For that same reason, you prefer to snort your heroin. Yes. All right. Are there any more emails? Or no, are we done? The, we're done with emails. From we're actually caught up on emails. We are. All right, I never thought in, that would happen. Send, where do people send in their emails if they want to send it's in Bob, emails? Bob and Clint at gmail.com. We've pretty much read every one of them, so we, we check them out on the show. So, yeah, if you've got a question, you got a suggestion, you want to know how to tackle a problem, we've got the solutions here at I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay. <laughs> of course we do. We've seen the world. We've done a lot of traveling. Yeah. Oh, it's time for some bits. Bits, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's where you put the bits, bitch theme song in it. Bits, bitch. Well, what about things that we like and don't like? Oh, yeah. We have not done that for forever. Hey, baby. Hey, we're going to be done in about 10 minutes and we're going to get some lunch. You want to go get some lunch with me and Bob? Yeah. All right, cool. We'll go back in your room and hang out for about... What is that? Is that one of those bouncy balls that you hit with the paddle? And, of course, it's frozen. Everything's frozen now. Oh, my God. How much money are those guys making? By the way, my wife told me they just announced Frozen Part 2. Oh, yeah. That's coming. For sure. How have they waited so long to make a Part 2? I don't know. They had to get the story right. They wanted to make sure they don't mess up the brand. Dude, the brand is crazy. Yeah. Like, they're making so much money on merch. I mean, I have a four-year-old daughter, and she's got every everything's frozen. Yeah, pajamas, too. dresses, hairbrushes, t- uh, toothpaste. Yeah, us yeah, too. All, it's crazy. Everything, backpack, the whole thing. Yeah. So I was bored the other night, and I wanted to put. You know, there's a kind of movie where you want to watch it, but you know, you don't have to really pay attention to it. Yeah. There's a space for that kind of movie. Right. Some movies you're like, I'm really interested in this director and this film. I'm gonna watch it. This was one of the like. Eh, it was Ocean's 8, the chick version of the Ocean's franchise. No comment. Well, guess how good it was? No comment. <laughs> it was pretty bad, dude. But those movies are fun, though. No comment. Because you just don't know how they're going to achieve the thing that they're trying to do. They do pretty good at that. No comment. Oh, God. <laughs> no comment. Let's just do that. Let's see. we got uh, seven minutes left. We can I tell you that. something I love? Love, love. Well, I was trying to tell you something that I like. You were just telling me about a movie that you didn't like. How is that something you like? I was working towards telling you that I've been real excited about rewatching the entire Oceans franchise. I think when you rewatch the Oceans franchise, except for the first one, you're going to be like, mm, not as much, not as good as I remember. Twelve is pretty. The Oceans Twelve is confusing. It's a confusing movie. Um. So, oh, what was I going to say? Oh. So I've been watching Star Trek Discovery. 
Oh my god, dude. It is so good. So good. Okay. Like besides the the Star Trek movies that JJ Abrams, the new ones. Those are great. Made, they're great. The first two. And the th- I love the third one. He didn't I, do the third one. I know, but I love the third one too. Super campy. It kind of reminded me of the old Star Trek. Yeah. Except for those three, this Star Trek Discovery is the best series. So what years period. are represented here? It's pre it's right before Star Trek, the original Star Trek. So it's a prequel to the original Star Trek with So what Spock. years was this being made? Uh Starlog, you mean? What do I look like? A fucking nerd? No. I don't know what Is it seventies? Is it eighties? Is it new? No, it's brand new. It's it's oh, it's okay. out right now. This is the second season. Well, it's there's out. a million different Star Treks. There's oh, okay. So Deep Space Nine and the last I thought Frontier. you were wanting to tell tell you like Star date 2018. The fucking star date. Captain's log. Star date 2018. I'm here in fucking Donaldson in an undisclosed location having a podcast with Ensign Wells. Um, We've been in this room now for about an hour and a half while his four-year-old daughter has basically been on her own <laughs> occasionally popping up with different artifacts it's literally lord of the lord period. of the flies just in the other room it's just lord of the flies in there no i didn't care about the star date oh yeah it's current it's a brand it's a it's on C- it, but it's fucked up because it's on cbs access so you have to like subscribe to cbs and watch it like on your device. Like they're trying to get people to sign up for this thing. So you can't watch it on network TV. It's pretty fucked up. That's kind of the new way of TV though. They're the a la carte sort of TV's completely changed. TV's kind of over. It's now streaming content with ads. Yeah. But traditional like wait for something that you like to come on is over. That'll it'll probably never go back to that. Yeah, she ready. She- <laughs> You want to introduce that? She ready? Yeah. No one's going to know what that is. I, it's better that they don't know what it means. She ready. She ready. No, Tiffany Haddish has a special called She Ready. Oh, okay. And I watched it the other day. And she just comes on. And by the way, Tiffany Haddish, real funny. Like, real funny. But she comes out and she is on fire. And I just could not stop saying she ready. So I'm just watching it the whole time. I'm like, oh, she ready. Because it's called she ready. It's called, the special is called she ready. But she never says anything like that. I don't know what she says, but um, I know I was saying she ready a lot. So she would like do a thing and I'd be like, oh yeah, she ready. I'm going to just guess that Laura was just laughing at your she constant she readies I was so alone. hard. I was alone. But I will say this. So this is the other thing I know. You were probably laughing to yourself. To get back to your favorite uh, topic, The Bachelor. So I was watching The Bachelor the other day because my wife's out of town. Because her sisters are uh, in town from, they live in in other parts of the world, Hawaii and Spain. So they're in Houston with her parents. So she's with them right now. So I watched uh, Bachelor Alone. Oh my God. Watching The Bachelor Alone. uh, What's the analogy? What's the metaphor that I can use? Is like... Dying is like walking, like, you know, like when you're walking through the forest on a beautiful day. Happens often. And there's like butterflies and the weather's perfect. And you you look and there's like a deer 
you see a, a, a fawn a, no just a deer and uh and then like maybe there's like a bunny maybe you see a bunny and then oh look over there there's like a little stream just trickling scream stream trickle trickle trickling scream and then like in the distance you see like a in the 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 sun kind of coming through the trees and you see a few of those like weird little gnat bugs but they're over there they're not in your face they're far away and you're like what a beautiful day so now take that scenario where you're walking along and now instead of being in the forest you're in the dark cold icy blackness of space with no air and no space what's the star date (laughs) star date 2019 okay february 2019 wow me in space no spacesuit watching bachelor not fun because half the fun is me just going she ready (laughs) me going she ready (laughs) like watching watching these chicks on the bachelor and then like Oh, what's she doing? Oh, what's she doing? She ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm like, I'm never watching that show without my wife. Because half the deal is me saying shit and then my wife getting really upset. Shut up. Quit <laughs> saying bitch. Quit saying bitches. I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? Quit. I don't like it. I'm like, okay. Hmm. She ready. Well, thank you for listening to yet another episode of I'm Okay, You're Okay. Not okay. Bob's not okay. Stardate. <laughs> you can email us at stardate.stardate at stardate.com. <laughs> same stardate time, same stardate channel. Oh, God. This episode is probably going to be called Stardate. Perfect. She ready. Check out Bob's po- other podcast, The Song Club. Come here, Nova. Come here, baby. Check out my other podcast about Metallica called Metal Up Your Podcast. Go leave it to the review. And my daughter, Nova, is going to say goodbye to you all. Can you say goodbye, everybody? Mm. <laughs> we haven't taught her to talk yet. Mm.